Welcome to the Wild Woman Healing Podcast, where we dive into the discussions and practices that guide you back to your wild and true self. I'm your host, Riley Hedberg, creator and vessel for my business and entity, Wild Woman Healing. Together, we partner to create community, connection, and opportunities that help you to release what doesn't serve you, upgrade your frequency, and expand the inherent wisdom within your heart. I'm so grateful for your support, energy, and presence, as well as joining me on a journey in this podcast in rewilding yourself. Together, we will uncover the wisdom, creativity, and capabilities that already exist within you. Together, we will reclaim our right to stay wild. everybody welcome to another episode of the wild woman healing podcast so today i have the pleasure of speaking with my lovely friend hannah pollock um hannah and i met back when i was living in lacrosse and she taught yoga at the yoga studio that i actually did my teacher training in um and we were also learning to snowboard at the same time so we snowboarded together and she would come to the coffee shop that i worked worked at back in lacrosse bean juice shout out bean juice best coffee in lacrosse um so we got to know each other through that um and then i also had the pleasure of coaching her so she was one of my clients and that was also a really beautiful experience um but yeah Hannah is an amazing, amazing, intuitive individual, and she has so many gifts that she is currently sharing with the world, and I'm excited for you guys to get to hear a little bit about her and about her wisdom. Um, so yeah, in this episode, we we touched on a lot, and I think we're definitely going to have to have another episode just talking about so many more things. Like, I feel like we're going to have to have like three or four more episodes, honestly. Um, so I think we already have like another one in the works, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, it was, this episode is just such a beautiful like unfolding of you know, really just being present with each other and just opening up to the moment and seeing what occurs. Um, so in this episode, we kind of just like talk about like accepting yourself and your intuition and like really listening to yourself and um, like your own guidance system as well. And also just like realizing the magic of our lives and the magic that is in our everyday life, right? It doesn't have to be in these big events it can be in really the small beautiful aspects of everyday life so we talk a little bit about that and then she kind of shares some of her gifts um and her offerings that she's doing but before um we kind of get into our conversation um i wanted to read a little bit about her just as a little bit of a background and i'm also linking her contact info um, into the show notes. So Hannah was born and raised in the Midwest, USA. True to her roots, being a hard worker comes naturally, as does working in a hands-on way with people. Inspired by the lineage of healer she comes from, she's creating her own narrative about what it means to be in service to the world while still living a deeply authentic life. Her journey through life has always been accompanied with a deep reverence for nature, which both inspires and replenishes her so she continue to so she can continue her work as a healer. Nature has a great impact on who she is as a person, as well as the work she does. Her greatest passion is to empower others to uncover as much joy as possible in their lives, no matter where they're at in their journey. Hannah is a yoga teacher, Reiki master, home health aide, and death doula. And these are all roles that she embodies in every moment of her life. 
However, she believes the most powerful medicine that could be offered to the world is when you set all roles aside and show up as the purest version of yourself, battle wounds and all. Love that. Um, and Hannah is currently offering donation-based astrology and tarot card readings that can be done remotely via Zoom. And then if you'd like to connect with Hannah and unite your journeys on the path to greater joy, you can find her Instagram at holistichannahp or via email. And both of those things are linked in the show notes below. So without further ado, let's get started to our conversation. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wild Woman Healing Podcast. I am your host, Riley Hedberg, and today I have my lovely guest, Hannah Pollock, on the show. Hannah is my first guest, and I'm super, super honored to have her in the sacred space. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for being here. I'm super, super excited. Um, okay, so this is the first question that I'm going to plan to ask everybody that's on my show. But um, so it's how do you embody your wild and true self? Mm. That is a good question. Thank you. Um, well, first of all, I want to preface in saying that it can feel really challenging sometimes um, because of, you know, the world that we live in. And I think that there's a lot of distractions that deter me from wanting to continue to connect from my wild, true and authentic self. Like, um things out in the world seem more important than, you know, really coming back to my core self. So I guess um, I want to normalize that and put that out there. It, it can feel hard, but what I do, um, and it's, it's definitely developed over time. Um, I've always been a person who is, feels at home and at peace in nature. So, um, as I've gotten older, I've had more of an understanding of why that's such a healing space for me. Whereas like, you know, before, as I've been growing up, it was just kind of like, oh, like I feel really at peace here. Um, where now it's like, I'd, I prioritize that time to spend in nature because I know that it's so important to like the overall health of my being. Um, and so being in nature always helps me quiet my mind and really helps me come back to that core essence of myself um, because, um, you know, nature doesn't have any agenda. Like it really just mm. unfolds in time. And so being in the presence of nature is always, um, always so humbling and always so beautiful um, and, and always so peaceful. Um, so that's definitely a big piece of who I am and what I do to remember my wild, authentic self. Um, and I love the word like wild and like how there is this new, uh, there seems to be like an uptick in people who are wanting to like rewild, which I think is so awesome. And I love that that's a direction that you just hold such great space for. And I think it's um, people just wanting to, um, you know, remember their unique expression of themselves. Like I think people are really getting fed up with like <laughs> the paradigm of the shoulds and you need mm -hmm. to do this, and, you know, like uh, the generations before us, there's, there's definitely, I think a lot of expectations imprinted on, you know, like the path of life that you're supposed to take like uh you know you go to high school you go to college like you meet someone and you get married and you start a family like there's a timeline that you think we're breaking away from and it uh, it feels a little messy but it's also so beautiful to like when 
in that flow of like knowing that you are just working in tandem with your like core essence it's like so mm-hmm. freeing um so yeah I just I try to be active participant in um allowing my like remembering to allow myself to go with my own natural flow so decisions day to day um you know really feeling into what it is how my energy is flowing that day to help me direct the course of that day versus like I have to do this or I should mm. do this and um you know instead of in, instead of that just having more of an intuitive um yeah, more intuitive flow to it. Mm. So that was the long-winded, double-sided <laughs> answer. But, um, I think I think I got the the gist of it. You definitely, <laughs> yeah, you definitely got the gist of it. Um, I love that, and I definitely resonate with so much of what you had to say. Like nature has always been such a big theme for me, and like when I kind of felt like I didn't really fit in places um or I just like felt like I was lost and whether it was like going through like a dark night of the soul or like hard times like I would always go to nature and you know we both lived in in La Crosse Wisconsin for people who know um where that is that are listening um and so like I'm sure that you can attest to this but like the bluffs definitely hold like a a special place in in my heart and um So that like nature, like and when I think about like nature, that place has just been like really, really healing for me. Um, so I definitely like resonate with what you had to share about that. And like, you know, moving into the cycles and like really honoring that part of yourself and um, that fluidity as well. And just like checking in with yourself every day. And I love what you said, too, because I think that this is important for listeners like really um, being aware of like your haves and your shoulds. And I feel like I probably mentioned this in an episode before, but um, yeah, because normally if you're saying like have or should, it's not coming from you. It's like coming from maybe some conditioning or someplace that's like outside of yourself. Um, So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, And you kind of talked about like paradigms. So like, no, I really feel like we're moving out of like this old paradigm of having to do anything um, like be something that we're not and like not being aligned with our true essence. I love that you said that. So like, where do you really see us going next as a collective consciousness? Okay. Collectively. um, Well, I wish I had all the answers, but I don't. Um, But in a general sense, I guess, um, I don't know, like, there's just been so much happening over the past couple years where I feel like we're kind of in that like um it's like you can't see you can't quite see the masterpiece like it's just like you have all the all these different things in the world that are changing there's I think I mean COVID and the pandemic was definitely a trigger to those changes because mm-hmm. I think globally we realized in a lot of ways but I mean specifically to I guess like American culture like just how unsustainable um you know the framework of our lives are which is very much like work and productivity driven um very much like your worth it comes from how much you produce, mm. um, you know, that in an external way, but like internally, I think that we are needing to re or like we're moving in the direction of reconnecting to like more feminine energy, um, where there's definitely, um, you know, masculine is not a bad thing. Definitely not. Like, I think, what people you know collectively fail to realize on a regular basis is that like there is feminine and masculine energy needed for everything in order to um, produce 
the greatest sense of like balance and harmony. Um, so I think people are starting to soften a little bit, um, like, you know, COVID, like for how devastating it was in a lot of ways, I think um, there, there can be a gift that's like born from that of just, um, you know, having the opportunity to press pause and, um, you know, I think kind of since a couple of years after that, how I feel like shit has just continued to hit the fan in so many ways, because I think we're scrambling to try to go back to a way of life that is just not working anymore. Um, and so it's bringing to light like a lot of things that needed to, that need to be that were like were lurking in this shadow and needed to mm. be worked through so it's like a little messy right now but you know it's my hope which I think it's a lot of people's hope that we're moving in the direction of just like having things not feel so chaotic um mm-hmm. like you know there's all this pressure that builds like you think about how you know the universe was created or um our solar system um and how there is like the big bang so there's all this like pressure building and all these things that were that I think are contributing to just what's going to be hopefully a beautiful rebirth (laughs) yeah I love that answer um and it just like reminds me of just like the chaos um like through order no through chaos there we go through chaos there is order like mm-hmm. you know it really feels like that covid you're right like was this wake up call and i love what you said too it kind of just seems like there's like this collective shadow that like kind of had to like come to the light um cuz you know like in order to like heal it's like we have to bring up those shadows and like really be able to look at them and and I totally agree. And like, I feel like that's why everything seems so messy right now. It's because um, we're like kind of hopefully like acknowledging these shadows and then like looking at these shadows. But yet at the same time, it's like hard for people to really see and like acknowledge and want to work through. Um, but yeah, like it's definitely so necessary in like this rebirth process that we're going through. Um, so, yeah, that's. I love how you describe that and and you yeah it just like reminded me of like the cycles you know like there was kind of like the big bang that happened and it was like from like this pressure and like look what it's created like I look around and I see all of the magic in life and I'm like holy holy shit like this is amazing um all from just like that pressure oh yeah go ahead and it's like um I got chills when you said that, where I was just like, yes, the world is such a beautiful place. Like we are humans, but we are also spirit. And, you know, I definitely feel very connected to the spirit of nature and of like the planet. And it's just like, I don't, I think we forget like how delicate, like everything is like, you know, if we really think about how miraculous, like I'm like going to cry saying this, like, you know, like I just you like sitting in the jungle or like every time you go outside and just like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, like I, (laughs) I smoke weed, but I'm not high all the time. And like, I'll go outside and I'll just be like, Holy shit. Like, look at this flower. Like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) this, this, this tree is talking to me. And it's just like, you know, you just it's amazing how how beautiful the world is and I think that oh my gosh I think we're all wanting to remember that in mm. some way shape or form mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes I love that and to me it all comes back down to just like being able to like be present and like notice the magic that is in the everyday. Cause like, I see this in myself and like others, like we're so focused on like getting to like this other place in our lives or like in ourselves, Mm -hmm. that's like going to be better or like more magical. And that's when we're really going to love our life um, and ourselves. But like what I've really 
noticed and like had to do in myself is just like every day, like I'm like, there's something that to be grateful for. Like there's, there's something to like notice magic in. And I love what you said. Like nature is like so complex, but at the same time, like nature is so kind of like simple and like gentle and, mm-hmm. and beautiful in that way. It's just kind of hard to describe, I guess, but you know, just yeah. like going out and like looking at that flower and being like, I mean, really like look at flowers. They're, they're so amazing. And like their colors and their shapes. And yeah, now that I'm yes. thinking about it, I'm like, wow, it is kind of trippy. <laughs> it is. It really is. But yeah, like I agree. We don't take time to like notice those things. We're like so caught up in all of these, these other things that we think are going to bring us this magic and this joy and this happiness. But like, really it's like all there right in front of us mm-hmm. if we're just willing to look at that um and to me that all comes back to just like having that presence and and gratitude um so yeah. i'm curious like what if you have any thoughts about um like creating magic in your life or um how others can create magic in their life as well yeah um wow so many ways um yeah I first want to start in saying, like, when you're talking about gratitude, um, you know, I got pleasure to work with you for three months in one-on-one coaching. And, you know, I think that sometimes when we're on the path of like healing or integration or just wanting to live our most joyful expression of life, like it can get, it can get a little lonely. Like you, I don't know, personally speaking, um, I definitely feel like I could handle it handle it air quotes by myself um but yeah gratitude is, you reminded me during those sessions how how simple and um potent a practice like gratitude um can be so as far as creating magic goes I mean starting there like it's it's really to t- easy to take things for granted when we see them every day like you know, you know, the people we see, the home that we live in, like all, whatever it is that you are, that surrounds you and, you know, gives you, gives you nourishment in some way, shape or form. Um, but I had this thought the other day, um, where I kind of, I have these conversations I think as we all do sometimes like in our head with ourselves mm-hmm. um, where I kind of challenge the um, voice in my head that says like, well, why do you believe in magic? Like, why do you believe in spirit? Like, why is astrology a thing? Like, and in my head, I'm just like, well, why not? Like, what, like, why not? Like, why not see the magic in things? Like, why not just be like fucking amazed by like the world? And like, you know, what people call coincidences or, you know, Mm. striking into um, where you just strike uh, into alignment where you just all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, like I think coincidences like really grab our attention and we're just like, holy shit, like I was here at this place at this time and wow, that's, it feels feel strange when you kind of catch yourself in those moments but Mm -hmm. yeah I mean um I I mean I see magic everywhere (laughs) and I I I do enjoy the Harry Potter books not Mm -hmm. so much JK more but (laughs) the (laughs) Harry Potter books up with and and rereading kind of transports me to a place in time where I'm just like well we have in our power um you know, magic, but it's just more subtle. Like it's mm. for all bodies of energy. Like we, we all have this innate feeling self that when we tap into it, like really is connected to everything. And it's mm. like, that's, that's not weird. Like it's science mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all have yes. the ability to do that. We all have the ability to do that. And, um, I mean, anytime I have the opportunity to like quiet my mind, whether in meditation or if I'm out for a walk, like that's how I continue to instill magic into my world. And um, I guess that's what I would um, 
pass along as a practice for others who are maybe feeling a little bit um, unenthralled by life is just like keep it simple like Mm. you know let yourself just start with gratitude or you know like look outside and you know you see a theme here with the nature as I'm talking about this (laughs) but look outside like look at the sky look at the birds and um you know just let your mind run its course and just kind of be a passive observer because I think um our minds are trained to always be looking for a threat in our environment so when we can just say I hear you I acknowledge you and just kind of let yourself be witness um there's all sorts of fun things that unfold from from there from just Mm. quiet in your mind yes I love that and I think that that's like that's a good reminder for me and I think everybody that is listening is like yeah like our minds are trained to be on the defense and Mm. you know most of the time we're looking for um something that's like outside of ourselves that might be threatening or like something that's gonna hurt us or like the worst thing possible that could happen um and so it's just like interesting to like become aware of that and see how a lot of the time we're um we're going to like the negative that like could happen or like is happening if we want to like make meaning and have it mean something bad um and this is something that like I work through with some of my clients too is like and myself is like training our minds to like focus on the positive and I feel like this goes into like perfectly something that you were saying about like you know, story and like creating those stories. Like somebody once told me like, we're all just creating stories about our lives. Like it's all just kind of like made up. So you can either choose to like believe the story that is going to lead you into a cycle of like disempowerment and suffering, or you can choose to like kind of write your own narrative and like, I don't want to say take control, but more of like an empowering stance. And you can choose to like have a story that is more, um, empowering and magical and fun and creative and it's like why not you know um like why not have that story right um yeah and I and I just love that um I think it's so beautiful and I I think too it, it really is just starting with the simple like it doesn't have to be anything crazy big and I think some people and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this like when they think about like spirituality or like getting into like this type of you know, stuff like whether it's like astrology or human design or coaching or yoga, whatever it is that it has to be like complex or like you have to be like a certain type of person to be doing these things or like getting into it. And it can almost seem like it's like this, I don't know, like maybe like far away, like group or something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people can feel like that's not me. Like, I don't understand that. I don't fit in with that. Um, So, but it really doesn't have to be, you know, like I'm going to go to all these retreats and like cacao ceremonies um, and like new moon circles, like all those things are great, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be all of this extra stuff. Um, So I'd love to know like some of your thoughts on any of that. Yeah. um, I had a couple of things like come up in my mind. Um, Yeah. I mean, so my if I'm being completely honest my my leg into the spiritual world happened like in high school when I experimented with psychedelics um and that you know like is not something I do regularly um but at that time like what it really what it really did for me was just help me shed that um kind of like shed that veil of illusion of like we are separate from everything (laughs) that is around us like it just reminded me early on like we are connected to everything um and you know like I I definitely didn't make a habit of doing psychedelics but I do want to honor that as part of my journey um and it's done some really potent things for me um not the path for everyone definitely not um but then in 
I'm kind of sharing like how my spiritual path unfolded and this Love is like it. leading up <laughs> to uh, <laughs> some, some greater insight that spirit will help me put into words. But um, yeah, and so then I got into yoga, just kind of more in a physical standpoint, which I think a lot of Western yoga practitioners can relate with or do. Um, um, I ended up like injuring myself. Um, it really fucked up my back, like, because I was just coming at it from a purely physical standpoint. But then with that injury and still continuing to practice yoga, like I was really able to understand my body more. And I was able to heal myself and my back through yoga as well. So um, I've always been someone who's um, very um, drawn towards movement. Like I really use my body as a tool to like engage with spirit and healing and just overall feeling good. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then after that, it, it was just kind of like, I don't know how things have been unfolding ever since. Like I have done literally, I have done, like I have my yoga teacher training certification like um you know I've done lots of trainings and stuff like that for yoga for Reiki um you know for so many things um so I guess like what and like we can go into greater detail of my <laughs> spiritual journey another time but I want to kind of keep it uh short and sweet just for sake of sharing insight but um yeah, I mean, everyone's journey is going to be so personal. And it's like, I think about um, what I consider to be like a spiritual practice as anything that brings me joy. Mm. Um, and so like reading, you know, it's, it's not always reading with the purpose of obtaining information. Sometimes I want to just read Harry Potter and rest my mind and go be transported to a different world. And that's still part of you know my that's still part of my story and it makes me feel good um and there are things that people do that make them happy that I don't understand um <laughs> but I also it's not my place to judge you know like people like for example like my my boyfriend loves to play video games and like it's it's somewhere where he goes to connect with friends and he's joyful while doing it I mean he's productive outside of having this time on video <laughs> games but yeah that's just like a very contrasted like uh example of like where people find joy like that is your spiritual path like mm -hmm. you know as long as it's coming from an aligned place and it makes sense to you like it you don't have to have a certain number of hours saying that you trained this many hours for yoga for reiki for whatever it is like if that's your path awesome but if it's not awesome like <laughs> mm -hmm. it's so um i think the most important important part about being involved in your own spiritual process um is just looking inside yourself um, versus looking outside of you because um, as we all know of people of this modern age like we are being bombarded with things and people and like events and whatever is saying like come do this come see that like we will do this for you which is a word of caution if someone's telling you <laughs> that they will do something for you to involve like to help you heal, like I would probably just walk the other way. <laughs> but um, because, you know, you're the only one, you are literally the only one who knows what feels right for mm -hmm. you. And um, like, it could be something like, you know, um, I've never done a cacao ceremony, but it could be that. <clears throat> or it could be, um <laughs> going to do cosplay I don't know like <laughs> there's just 
I just try to give the very opposite yeah. of the spectrum, but so many different types of people in the world. So um, yeah, it's, and that's the fun part. It's just discovering mm. your own journey. Mm. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was all so beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. yeah. Like there was definitely a lot that was coming up for me with like what you had to say. And I definitely think that it's important for everybody just to like honor yourself and like honor your own journey. And like, I think that goes back to what we first started with which was like being authentic and like being aligned with your wild and true self. And like, what does that mean? And it doesn't have to look like somebody else's journey and you don't have to be doing like these practices that are considered spiritual. Like, like you said, like if that is what is aligned with you, then awesome. But if something else is aligned with you, like reading Harry Potter or doing cosplay, then that's amazing. Um, <laughs> So and I loved what you said too when you were reading like I think this is really important for people too is like you don't like you said sometimes I'll just read and I'm not doing it to get anything out of it right I'm just doing it for enjoyment and I think that that's a great mm -hmm. point that you made and something that a lot of us forget like we don't need to be doing things to get something out of it right like we can just do it to do it and and that's how it can be, you know? Um, so I think that that's definitely like a great point that you made there. Um, mm -hmm. And and yeah, and it's just like really like honoring yourself and like tuning into yourself. Um, and you kind of spoken about this like a little bit, like, you know, like making sure that it's coming from you and like knowing at the same time that like you are your, like your own healer and your own guide. I really, really loved that piece. Um, and I think that this is important for all of you that are listening to remember is like mentors, teachers, coaches are great. But at the same time, like you at the end of the day are like your own teacher and your own guide and like, you know, what's best for you. And like, to me, that's really giving um, the power back to everybody, which is like, mm -hmm. I feel like what we're both trying to do. I mean, we're both healers and like, and I think that that's like the mark of a, a great healer is like somebody that's like. You know, I, I can help you and guide you, but like you at the end of the day, like need to help yourself and like you're you are your own guide. So I love that you mentioned that. And I want everybody to remember that piece of information. Um, yeah, super important. Um, and something that else that was kind of coming up to me from what you said was like intention, like it just seemed kind of like, you know, remembering your intention for like why you're doing things and really connecting to that. Um so I'm wondering if maybe you would want to speak a little bit about like what intention means to you and like how you kind of um, are intentional in, in your life and in, with yourself. Yeah. Um, yes. It is intention. Living with intention is really challenging sometimes because autopilot is just so effortless <laughs> um which intention can be too but um it's starting to you know like you're saying take your power back in the narrative that's unfolding for you day to day at least that's the way that I see intention because I take it day by day moment by moment like um you know, like I'm, I'm thinking about like New Year's resolutionists where it's just like going in gung-ho with just this really broad sense of what success is going to look like for the year. And it's just like, success looks different for me every single day. Like what my intention is going to bring forth is different every single day. So, I mean, living with intention, I think is just recognizing when you're on autopilot hitting pause and then just allowing yourself to um really be present you know meeting the moment as it is um that is intentional um and that is really fucking hard because I, I have to tell you that is like one of the biggest things I struggle with is like remembering um you know, every, like every moment is like not fighting the moment, like mm. letting yourself 
be a conscious participant, like not shutting your brain off and being like, okay, I know what I'm doing this. So I know what's going to happen next. And that just really takes those zests out of life. Um, and I remember, um, that's something that came up in our session where, um, you know, I was expressing some things about how I was feeling, um, in my work situation. And you're like, well, it kind of sounds like you are, you know, not accepting the moment. And I'm just like, that is so true. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, here, I'm not actually here. Like I'm not fully here. Um, so, I mean, like, I definitely think that intention and presence are two things that go hand in hand. It's just allowing yourself to be present to do what is happening in this moment. Um, yeah, and then letting it and, and living intentionally means, I think just being fine tuned to the energy of what's happening specifically in that moment. I don't know, it's, it's hard to articulate, but it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, deep, mm-hmm. deep presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like I do, you know, like feelings and like the English, the language. Yeah. I definitely feel that like sometimes it is, mm-hmm. it's hard to describe in those words because words can be quite limiting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I definitely agree with what you said. And to me, it seems like there's like a lot of surrendering, you know, that's going on and just accepting. Mm. Yeah. Like accepting ourselves, like where we're at. And another word that kind of comes up for me around this is like contentment and like finding that contentment. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the um, maybe Niyamas, maybe I'm wrong about that, but in yoga, Mm -hmm. Santosha, if I remember correctly. Um, And yeah, like finding contentment. Oh, nice. You have the book. Okay. Beautiful. So, I yeah. Right. Woohoo. I only. Re- yes, Santosha. I only remember a few, and it's like always tapas in, in Santosha. I don't know why, but I think it's because the universe was like, those two are really big for you. And so, like, you're going to remember them. Um, but yeah, like I, that's kind of like what I feel like, you know, like being an intentional and like just accepting what is yet at the same time, like with contentment, like it's like that balance of accepting what is surrendering to the moment, but yet at the same time, like it's okay to like be working towards something. Um, mm-hmm. And like something that yeah. I try to, yeah, that I try to practice within myself is like accepting the moment, like embodying who I am now and yet like also wanting more. So it's like, Again, it's kind of like what we were talking about, like almost holding the opposites, but like, yeah, like I feel like that can be a big component of just like the mystery of life. It's like things can be so opposite, but yet they, they work so well together and it's like you need those opposites. Um, Because, you know, sometimes what I found is like if we can't accept our present moment, we're always trying to get out of the moment. And that's when like we put those blinders on and are like moving super mm-hmm. fast without intention. Um, Cause we just want to get out of there. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to speak to that, but I do definitely agree. Like it's just being able to have that deep presence, like you were saying, deep presence and like connect back to like Like one thing I think I've asked you guys is like the why, like, why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? Like, I think that that's some, a place that everybody can start as just like asking yourself like, why? Um, Mm -hmm. And just like really questioning things is important as well. Um, So thank you for sharing that. So you've mentioned astrology a little bit and I had an amazing reading from Hannah last weekend. She's a great astrologer and yoga teacher, I will say. Um, yeah, you were like, honestly, one of my favorite yoga teachers. And I used to go to um, <laughs> Palm and Pine. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Hell yeah, girl. Um, so, yeah, I was just like wondering if you kind of wanted to speak a little bit about like your offerings, because I know that you're currently doing astrology mm-hmm. readings. And then I think I saw you're doing Oracle card readings as well. Um so yeah, if you just kind of want to speak yeah. to those things. 
Totally. Um, yeah, so I have really loved astrology for a long time and have been refining, um, refining like my understanding and kind of diving more into that field of study and understanding. Um, so I have been offering donation-based chart readings. Um, and that is just, it's been really fun <laughs> to engage with people in that way. Um, if you are familiar with astrology, it might be to the extent of like your sun, moon and rising sign. And that is just like the tip of the iceberg. And when we look at your chart together, can offer guidance through the 12 houses, all the planets and the signs that are making an impact on your energy. Um, and it's what I like to say with astrology is like, I think a lot of people see it as like a quack science, but you know, like I said earlier in our, in our conversation, I was like, why not believe in something, you know, like, why not believe the truth that lies on astrology? Um, and it's not, it's not like predictive. It's not set in stone. It's just, it's another lens in which to view ourselves, our world, our story, our journey. Um, and looking at astrological charts together, um, even if I don't know the person that well, it's like by the end of the chart reading it's like I feel like I know I know you in so many ways and I people speak to just like the alignment of and the truth of what comes up like in their chart reading and yeah I love that free will is always an option I want to say that I always like to say that with astrology <laughs> is like people are like, well because my planet is in this sign, so this is going to happen, because it's in this house, and I'm just like, well, yes and no, like, there's always a choice on your behalf, um, so yeah, that's, that's my most recent undertaking, um, I do really enjoy working with tarot lately, um, so I'm doing, um, personalized tarot readings, and if you don't know or are familiar with tarot, it's, um, it's a, I don't wanna say old, but it's like, it's a, a practice that's been around for a while working with cards as a way of um, getting an understanding of energy through the pictures and the symbolism um, and everything on the cards. Um, yeah, that's, that's a fun tool. And again, it's not like the cards aren't going to tell you what's going to happen. It's just the energy around it and energy is, has, is without form. So how it manifests in actual form is um, to be determined. So yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my two current offerings. Um, and I've been really enjoying it. I I have enjoyed um, watching you, and I also really like can attest to you know what you were saying about like getting an astrology reading and like yeah, just like in our reading, there were so many things that came up that I that was like, oh my god, that is so me or just being able to look at themes in my <laughs> life and you know like I think about the one with my family and like I feel like I'm like the healer of my family and I even said that to my mom and like that literally was in my chart or like both you and me having like our moon in Libra in the fourth house and like wanting our environments to be a certain way like yeah there's just so many things before I even knew about astrology or like studied astrology that I'm like oh my god it's just it's crazy. And I kind of wanted to ask about, um, so like how can um, people use like your readings or astrology in their life? So you mentioned it like a, a little bit, but I'm wondering if you can speak a little yeah. bit more on it. So it's a lens, depending how um, 
closely you want to look through that lens is up to you. I work with astrology every day, but I certainly don't expect everyone to resonate with that. Um, it is just another way to more deeply understand yourselves. Um, so it could like, you know, I got my first chart reading done like almost 10 years ago, ago now. Um, and I just kind of like got it and set it aside. But then I had that information in my brain. Like I wasn't actively really doing anything with it. It just helped me understand or get a different level of understanding mm. of myself. Um, so I think, um, you know, the clients that I've had who have come my way for a chart reading, um, the curiosity has been there just to understand themselves more. Like that is like um, the underlying theme. And, um, but I also kind of think that's like where I'm at too. Like astrology can get very, very, very in depth. I will certainly not be an expert in this lifetime or do, nor do I expect that. Um, but, you know, in its simplest form, like I said, astrology is just a tool to understand yourself more and what you decide to do with that information is up to you. You know, you can, you know, store it in your brain and it's, you know, either conscious or in your subconscious, but either way it's, it's there. Um, or if you are like me 10 years later, or, or you know eight or nine years later from my first chart reading all of a sudden just like this is really calling to me again like I want to explore this more um yeah so how how you choose to use the information is up to you mm, I love that giving sovereignty to the people yes yeah. And it seems like even, you know, if it's like in your subconscious or just like in your brain, it's like you're still embodying it, um, you know, and it like it doesn't have to be like this thing that, you know, you're always like thinking about and questioning, but it can just kind of be there as like, yeah, like you were saying, like a lens in which to understand yourself in in a deeper way. Um, so, yeah, I really love that. And yeah, I can say like astrology has really helped. Uh, me to like understand myself and like my my path and my journey in a deeper way as well um beautiful um mm -hmm. and then one thing that I also kind of wanted to um maybe have you speak about is your upcoming um yoga teaching in Vietnam I think right Vietnam yeah 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 this was like one of, this was a gift from the universe. <laughs> this opportunity, oh my gosh, there's a whole story behind that. But um, yeah, um, so I'll be teaching in Vietnam alongside another yoga teacher, um, Kristen Nidwaki. I forget how to say her name. Sorry, Kristen. <laughs> um, but she will be um, part of a tour that's going to Vietnam through Cuisine Adventure Tours. Cuisine Adventure Tours is, is cuisine tours. So you're getting to tour Vietnam, tried a bunch of different cuisines, do some sightseeing along the way. Um, and so when I'll be so when Chris and I will be teaching it's going to be a bonus to that trip so you can mm. it's it's not a specific yoga trip but there will be yoga offered on this trip mm. um so if you're wanting to like eat and just live your best life and you know have take yoga one day but take off the next day like that's totally an option um and so the details on that are September 2nd to September 9th of 2022. And um, yeah, people can reach out to me if they have questions. It's gonna be an awesome, awesome experience. Um, and I, I intend to have the yoga be um, 
you know, just a way to create a more enjoyable experience because yoga really helps settle the mind. And sometimes traveling and being in different places can be a little overstimulating. So it's just, I think it'll be a great addition to weave in to just have an opportunity to wind down and just be in awe of Vietnam. (laughs) Yeah, what an experience. That's so exciting. Um, Yeah, and like, I definitely agree that, you know, traveling is beautiful, but at the same time, it can be kind of like you're uprooting yourself in a way. Um, and so, yeah, yoga is really a great tool to like ground yourself and like kind of come back to yourself and, and your energy. Um, cause I know traveling can like take a lot of like energy and mix that up with like other people's energy. So it's super, super exciting. Yes. Um, is this your first time like teaching yoga abroad for something like this? Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Woohoo. Yeah. So the, Oh yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the yoga is going to be the easy part, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been a little nervous of international travel since I was almost stranded in Bali at the beginning (laughs) of COVID. Oh, oh, yeah. I kind of, yeah, you guys went to to Bali with like Palm and Pine, yeah? Yes. Oh, yeah. I kind of like. I think I like was already like moved away, but I like read something about that on like social media that, yeah, because that was happening like right in the middle of your retreat. Yeah. Or like, oh my gosh. We like got there and then the borders started closing and then the tour was cut like, I don't know, four or five days short. Mm. We had to fly back and, um, yeah. So, anyway, that was a slightly <laughs> traumatic experience. Um, and, but I feel very confident in um, the travel situation coming up with September. Um, the travel guide um, tour leader, his name is Tan Fram, mm. and he organi- organizes all the tours for Cuisine Adventure Tours, and he is a Vietnam native. Um, and he's very involved with the process of international travel. Um, and yeah, he's just been great peace of mind. Um, so if anyone's in, in that position of being a little hesitant of travel post COVID, um, or amidst COVID it's still happening, um, a ton will, if he can quiet my crazy anxious mind that I have sometimes. And I have faith that he could provide comfort for you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it and it really feels like the universe is like, you know, you said the universe gave me this gift. So it kind of feels like it's, you know, nudging you in this direction and like getting you back out there to to teach and, and travel and like really share your healing gifts with others from all over the world. So it's super, super beautiful. And um Maybe this is your inspiration, people, listeners, to sign up, go to Vietnam. And- <laughs> and- practice yoga with me and yeah. we'll have some delicious food and wonderful conversation. Beautiful. Let's do it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, and then I kind of just like wanted to ask like maybe one last question. <laughs> um <laughs> So like, what do you really see for like yourself? And, um, you know, we kind of talked about the collective consciousness, but like, what do you see for yourself, like individually, like as you continue on this journey and evolution? Um, yeah. Yeah. Just um, continuing to be happy and joyful as much as possible. Um taking the means to do so, just really letting myself like honor my journey. Um, It's constantly evolving and I really learned to surrender my personal agenda and how things are supposed to look and when. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, 
I work right now in home health care and I can I plan on continuing to do that. Um, I plan on completing my DAF doula certificate and working with people in end of life. And I think once I step into that, that will certainly be something that just becomes a part of me for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, there's been some hesitation around taking the next step with that for that reason, but that is in my future. Um, and then, yeah, just, mm. I don't know, being, like I said, just wanting to live with as much joy as possible and being the, the most amazing version of myself every day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love this. Yeah, which you definitely already are. And you said this in a different part of the podcast, but you know, you said like success for me looks different every day. And I really, really mm -hmm. love that. And I think that's important for us all to hear is that, yeah, you know, every day is going to look differently and we might have expectations about how like we think it's going to go or how it should go. But what's important is just to like surrender to that and then to like accept what is and to really like honor ourselves and like honor our intention and our cycles and then you also mentioned like divine timing just like surrendering to the timing of things and like things are going to happen when they're going to happen um and it's okay to be like where we're at now so yeah yeah a lot of amazing things here yeah. Yes, I just wanted to say lastly I am just a big kid at heart like that that is what keeps me going is just wanting to have as much fun as mm. possible um yeah mm. bringing more joy to the world yeah <laughs> I love that like connecting with like our our inner child parts too like connecting with what brings us joy mm -hmm. and like yeah like that uh, yeah I love that and like I've currently been studying more of the inner child because I'm doing it for like my self-love workshop but you know, I just think about like how we, we grow up and we're like supposed to become these like adults that like don't get to, you know, do the things that bring us joy or like just like mm -hmm. have fun or like paint or like dance or like be out in nature, climb trees. Mm -hmm. um, and I think some people think life has to be so serious and hard, but it doesn't. You know, sometimes it is, mm -hmm. but like it can also be easy and fun and joyful. And it's like what you were saying, like, why not? Like we are the creators of our own life. Ah, beautiful. I think that that is a great um, way to close this out. Um, so we challenge you to find your joy, everybody. Um, do what brings you joy. Um, so I'm curious, like if you just want to, if you have any wisdom you want to um, share with anybody or the listeners. And then also like, how people can find you and connect with you um, to like set yeah. up some readings or just um, share. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I will just echo what you're saying. Remember joy. Remember that it is your human right to feel joy, to experience joy and to be happy whenever and however that looks for you um because the world needs it mm. the world needs your lights um and then yeah so as far as connecting with me goes I'm on a bit of a social media hiatus right now but you can find me on instagram holistic hannah p um and I'm also available via email Holistic Hannah Pollock at gmail.com. So if you want to throw that in your notes and for sake of simplicity and um, where I'm at in my journey, those are the two places you can reach me at this time um, to set up a reading. And if you're local to the Lincoln, Nebraska area, which is where I live, um, I also do in-person readings, chart readings, tarot readings, um, I also am a Reiki practitioner, but otherwise I'm happy to always do things over, over Zoom or as a recorded call. So, yeah. 
Beautiful. Yay. And yeah, I'll definitely put all of that in the show notes for you guys um, so that you can connect with Hannah and you can set up a beautiful astrology or tarot card reading with her. Um, and then maybe ask about the wonderful, um, re- not retreat, um, excursion maybe to Vietnam. Um, tour. Yeah. Yeah. Tour. tour. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Um, okay, Hannah, thank you so much for joining me um, on the show and connecting with me, connecting with your wild woman self and for imparting your wisdom on all of our beautiful listeners. And thank you all for listening. And oh, yeah. Thank you all for listening and for tuning in today. And remember to stay wild.